0: Welcome to the Anti-Burnout Club, an exclusive club for those who are over the hustle culture BS, those who are tired of burning out and feeling stressed, and those who want to thrive while still becoming a success. I'm Bex Spiller, an accidental poet, an anxious entrepreneur, and your host. Welcome to the club. Hello, and welcome back to the Anti-Burnout Club podcast. Last week, I spoke about one of the biggest barriers when it comes to our wellbeing, which is time. And this week, I want to talk about another huge barrier for many of us, which is motivation. Now, many of us already know just how good moving our bodies is, eating better, doing meditation. Like we're bombarded with all this information that saying, you know, just do this and you'll feel better. And so we've already got all of that information. We already know this is really good for us. So why is it then really hard to actually motivate ourselves to do it? And I know that I'm exactly the same with this. So I've deliberately scheduled my days so that I have the time for self-care and to improve my well-being. But sometimes when it gets down to it, I just think, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and actually this is this is worse when um I'm not feeling great. So if I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed then these are the times where self-care is the perfect thing and they're also the times where my motivation is just completely lacking and I just think I know that doing some yoga would be really good for me right now but I really cannot be bothered. And I know that many of you feel the same. I put a um, little video up on Instagram about it and and everyone was kind of like, yeah, me too. So it is a common thing that we face, this lack of motivation when we know how good all of these different things are for us, but we just don't want to do them. And especially not when we're already feeling really stressed, really overwhelmed. It's just like, oh, that's another thing on my to-do list that I don't wanna do. So that's what I want to talk about today, how we can find that motivation, what might actually be blocking our motivation and how we can move forward to do the things that are good for us, even when we don't really think we want to do them. So let's say we've set aside some time in the day to practice some self-care or to do something that's good for our well-being and we'll get down to it and we just think, nope i do not want to do that today i'm going to stick on netflix i'm going to binge watch the circle which is (laughs) what i've been doing recently and i just want to completely switch off i don't want to do any kind of self-care and actually netflix is my self-care so whatever the problem with this is obviously that you know we're not necessarily doing the things that are good for us we're kind of pushing it all to one side and Yes, sitting there watching Netflix can be a really nice way to relax, um, but if we do it constantly, then it is just an apathy, really, you know, it's just, uh, I'll just do this again, um, you know, and getting stuck in those really low energy, nothingy kind of tasks. So what is it that might be holding us back from actually going no today I'm, I'm going to go meditate for 10 minutes I'm going to use this time that I've got I'm going to go meditate I'm going to do some breath work I know that will make me feel better you know I've got the time to do it so I'm going to go do that and I think that actually one of the biggest reasons that we don't do this is simply because we're not doing the things that we like and I think when it comes to wellness we can look at what other people are doing We can read all the articles, do all the lessons, you know, think, well, yoga is really good for me. So when I get 20 minutes, I'm going to do a yoga class and then it gets to it and we think, "Mm, I don't want to do that. I don't want to stretch or bend my body. I just want to sit and eat popcorn, watching Netflix. So. Actually, it might be that you just don't enjoy yoga. And I spoke to a member a couple of weeks ago and she was saying, you know, I'm trying to add all of these new self-care things into my routine, um, but I'm really struggling with the yoga. I just don't like it. And I said, well, just don't do it then. She was like, oh, but everyone says it's really good for you. And, and yeah, of course, yoga is amazing. It does so many good things for our bodies and our minds. But if you don't enjoy it, then there's absolutely no point in trying to squeeze it into your routine especially when you're already busy and you're not going to feel motivated to do it if you don't enjoy it and i'm exactly the same with the gym like i always promise myself yeah i'm going to go to the gym this week and then when it gets to it i'm like oh, i'm not doing that <laughs> and it's because i don't enjoy the gym i don't like working out in front of other people for a start, but I also just don't enjoy that kind of exercise. I much prefer things like dance, kitchen discos, yoga. They're my things, and and that's what I found works for me. So it's a lot easier to be motivated to do the things that you actually enjoy doing. And another thing that kind of comes with this is making sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. So if you're trying to add certain bits of self-care into your routine because someone else said that they're good, then it might not work for you. And not just because you don't enjoy it, but actually because you're not doing it for the right reasons, or you don't know why you're doing it at all. So for example, if someone's like, oh, you really need to meditate, it's so good for your mind. And you're doing it because you think, I really need to meditate because Sandra told me to then that's not going to get you feeling motivated you're not doing it for yourself you're not doing it for the right reasons and so when it comes to finding things for your self-care routine look for the things that one you enjoy doing and two you have a good reason behind so it might be that you do lots of research into meditation and you're like oh I really like what that does to our brains You know, I think that this will really, really help me with my overwhelm and kind of now I understand it. I feel more motivated to do it. My advice to you is never to feel pressured into doing something just because someone on Instagram said it's good or your friend down the road said it was amazing. Really look for the things that work for you and that you have a strong belief and reason for. Now another reason that we might lack motivation is because we don't have the right support or people that we can hold ourselves accountable to and this is such a clever way to get motivated because it's as simple as basically telling someone that you're going to do something and we already then feel more motivated we're already more likely to stick to something if we tell someone else that we're going to do it So let's say that you've discovered that you love yoga, you've got really strong reasons behind it, you love the whole ethos of it, and you promise yourself you're going to practice yoga twice a week. Then it comes down to it and you think, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But if you've got an accountability buddy or if you've told friends or family or even social media that you're going to be practicing twice a week, then you'll have this kind of feeling that, well, I've told people that I'm gonna do it. And actually, Sally said that she's going to do it at the same time as me, or we're going to go to a class together. And this can give you a real boost of motivation because although we're very good at letting ourselves down, we don't really like letting other people down. So if you can find the right support, the right accountability buddy, someone that will go to classes with you or someone that will check in with you and say you know how's the meditation going this week or whatever else then this can really help without you having to do much else I think it's why we have so much success at the anti-burnout club with members I mean we've got people who have been with us since January 2021 so now we're looking at 15 months of solid self-care you know these people are on it they're at the lives every week doing yoga they are meditating every week they're doing all of the things that they love and yeah they have weeks off and you know life gets in the way but actually the consistency is there and I think it's because of the community you know people saying this is what I'm going to be doing this week and these are the lessons that I enjoy doing and having that kind of support network it kind of feels like you've got a couple of hundred other people with you um going to the same yoga class that you get on with and that you're friends with so find the right support find the right accountability and it will be so much easier to motivate yourself now there may also be a deeper reason behind a lack of motivation and this is really really important to point out because when I was in the depths of depression, no motivational hack or accountability buddy was going to get me up and showering and doing yoga. Like that just was not going to happen. And that wasn't a lack of motivation. It wasn't me being lazy. That was just part and parcel of depression. So if you find that you're suffering from low mood, and this is constant, it's been you know, over a few weeks, um, and you're feeling quite apathetic, and nothing really interests you, then this may be a deeper issue, and something that I really highly recommend you talk to a medical professional about, because without therapy, I think I would probably still be in bed, not showering, not doing yoga, not doing any of this. Um, So don't feel as though you're lazy, or you're just, you know, naturally not motivated if this is a deeper issue. Because it might be that you really need some work on this and and you need to get the basics done first. You know, you need to be able to sleep better, shower, look after yourself at a very basic level before you start adding in lots of bits of self-care. And then the final reason that I think many of us lack motivation is that we just struggle to get the ball rolling in the first place. And actually, once you've got the ball rolling, it's so much easier to keep momentum. So I'm going to go through a few tips and tricks to help get the ball rolling. But remember those whys first, you know, why we might be lacking motivation. Is it because we haven't found the things that we like? Is it because we don't have a good reason behind doing those things? Is it that actually we need some accountability and a little support group or is there a deeper reason behind it. Once you kind of have got those down, then you can start to get the ball rolling with different kinds of tips and tricks, but only once you know that there's not perhaps a deeper issue or that maybe just having a little support group is all that you need so my first tip for you is the two minute trick and it is an absolute favorite of our members it is just such a clever way to get the ball rolling and even though i know how it works it still works for me and i find this crazy like my brain knows how this trick works so surely i can't trick my brain into getting motivated with it but it still works and it's been years that i've known this trick and years that i've used this trick Um, and And it still works pretty much every time. There are some times where I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not falling for that this time, but most of the time it works. So the two minute trick is basically promising yourself that you'll do something for just two minutes. So I will just do two minutes of yoga, or I will just do two minutes of a kitchen disco, you know, like the duration of one song, or I will just do two minutes of meditation. And you can take this even further by saying, you know, I'll just get prepared for yoga. I'll just put my yoga clothes on. Or I will just get out of the fridge, all of the healthy food and cut up some vegetables. Or maybe I'll just go find a meditation that I want to listen to. And I'll I'll listen to a minute of it, but I won't actually go any further. So whatever it is, just promising yourself that you'll do a couple of minutes or you'll just get prepared for it. And you know, we're not asking ourselves to do an hour-long yoga class or cook an entire healthy meal from scratch we're just saying i will do a couple of minutes of getting prepared for this or doing a couple of minutes of the yoga doing a couple of minutes of dancing around the kitchen and then i'll see how i feel and in most cases what happens is that we've got the ball rolling and then it's down to momentum which is so much easier so once you've taken all of that food out the fridge and and cut up the onion you're kind of like well i've started now so i might as well finish this nice recipe instead of putting it all back in the fridge and ordering takeaway once you've got your yoga clothes on you're like oh well i'm here now my mat's rolled out i found the video that i want to watch i might as well just watch a bit of it and see how i get on and so this is a way of just tricking our motivation because the hardest part of getting motivated is getting started. And saying to yourself, I'll just do two minutes of something is a life changer. And it was actually something that I did in CBT therapy when I just didn't want to do anything. And my therapist said, well, what can you do now that would take two minutes? And I was like, oh, well, I do need to send this really important email. And he was like, okay, go on then, I'll wait. And I was like, oh. Okay, um, fine. So I started writing out the email. He's like, okay, that's two minutes up. I was like, oh, can I just finish it and send it? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And I just thought, you cheeky little monkey. You know exactly what you've done here. (laughs) You've tricked me into doing something. And actually he did this a couple more times where he was asking me about bigger work projects and things that I had to do that I felt overwhelmed by. And he was like, okay, well just do two minutes of it and I'll wait. And he always used to do this around the end of our sessions so that I would do kind of two minutes and and would be like, oh, can I just finish? And thinking back on it, I mean, it just meant that he got much shorter sessions, (laughs) but it was a great way to get me motivated. And he knew that I just needed the ball rolling. And after that, my natural motivation and momentum would kick in and take over. The next trick I have for you is to mix it up with your self care and your well being. So, our brains absolutely love variety. And although we also love routine, sometimes we can feel a bit stuck in our routines so if your routine is that every sunday morning you get up you do some meditation you do a yoga class you go and meal prep you go for a swim you go for a walk whatever else like this this really kind of stuck routine then we can often get kind of bored by it and actually it then doesn't feel very good for us because it's turned into something that we don't really like and we just do on autopilot However, when we try new things, it fires up our brain again. We start to get excited. We might not enjoy it. It might be that we try something new and we're like, meh, don't really like that. And that's fine. But it's taking us out of the routine a little bit. It's giving our brains that variety it needs. And also it helps with finding things that we do like. So it might be that you try something new. You try open water swimming, for example, and you're like, oh my goodness, this is the one, this is the thing that I've been looking for. And then you can add that into your routine. And once your routine gets a little bit stale, you can try something else, be like, no, don't like that one. I'm going back to open water swimming and so on. So you're kind of like looking for new things that you enjoy. You're opening up to all of these new experiences, which is so, so good for our minds. And you're giving your brain that variety and changing things up. You're not getting stuck in a kind of stale routine of this is exactly what I do every single day and nothing is going to change. With that though comes my next tip and that is to avoid self-care overwhelm. Now we've seen it a couple of times in the Anti-Burnout Club with members who are so excited to try everything that they cram their schedule with every kind of self-care you can imagine. So it's like, you know, I'm gonna get up first thing in the morning, I'm gonna meditate, I'm gonna do some affirmations, then I'm gonna journal, then I'm gonna do some yoga, then I'm gonna do this. And 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 it's like, whoa, like, that is a lot. Like, I think that we often see, or I see a lot, these kind of uh, TikToks or Instagram reels that it's like, you know, like a perfect girl day where they wake up at half five, they read a bit of a self-development book and then they do some yoga and then they drink a smoothie and you're like, oh, that looks amazing. I'm going to cram all of this self-care into my days. And then we end up overwhelmed because the majority of us have other things to do in our lives. You know, we can't just live this amazing idealized um kind of lifestyle where all we do is self care so we try to cram all of that self care into our mornings or our evenings in between all of the other stuff and we just feel completely overwhelmed we're just trying too many things too many new things and it becomes this like i don't actually have time to sit in front of netflix and it's it's kind of like a hustle culture but for self care so strip it Back, go back to basics again. Go back to those things that you really, really enjoy that you have a good reason for. That you think, I want to get up in the morning and do this, and then start adding in different things and trying different things out. But make sure that it actually works for you and it's not just trying to cram in all of the different self care because you know you've seen that other people do this and they have time for it because we don't live the other person's life, you know. So just be aware of self-care overwhelm. Don't try adding in too many things at once. Don't try and cram your routine. Just start slowly. Add in little bits of self-care, build it up until it's the perfect routine for you, and then start mixing it up, trying new things, adding new things in okay and then the last one i have for you is something called the anti-burnout matrix now this is something that i developed back in um spring last year that we did for a challenge last year and this is a really clever way of picking things to do based on how you feel at this moment in time so what i'm going to do is i'm going to include that video lesson from spring last year and a copy of the anti-burnout matrix in the blog that comes with this podcast and I'd like for you to give it a go. The way that it works is is that we write down our to-do list so this can be all of the different self-care things that we want to do but also just the general things that we do in day-to-day life such as work or chores or whatever else. And then you're going to plot them on the matrix based on your energy levels so your physical energy levels and your mental energy levels so something like um yoga might need a high physical energy level but a fairly low mental energy level whereas something like meditation you perhaps don't need that physical energy so you can have a low physical energy and then a low or high mental energy so Go through this with the video on the site um, and and using the template and list out all of the self-care activities that you want to do and all of your other bits and bobs as well. And then when you're feeling like, oh, I really should do some self-care, but my physical energy is really low, you can pick something that works for that. And this is so much easier than to get motivated because we're not trying to force Our bodies or minds, when they're low on energy, to do something that just doesn't work for us. And actually, you can adapt this as well uh, with food. So, let's say that you have some freezer meals for when you have no energy, and you've got some fresh ingredients in the fridge for when you've got high energy. So, using the matrix, you can put those on the matrix. You know, I need high energy, high physical and mental energy for this, or high uh, mental energy, low physical energy is fine and if i've got low physical low mental energy then it's a freezer meal right so when you then get ready to cook or whatever else you can see how you feel you know how does my body feel how does my mind feel Hmm, physical energy is a little low but i'm really kind of wired like i feel quite awake i'm gonna make something from from scratch and i'm gonna use the two-minute trick i'm gonna cut those onions and all of a sudden the ball is rolling so Use that lesson to your advantage. It's so good for getting us motivated and for making sure that what we do fits in with how we feel, which is so, so important. One last thing before I go, that's really, really important to note is that sometimes we just don't want to do things and that is absolutely fine. You know, sometimes we will go through all of the motivational tips and tricks. We'll try the two minute trick. We'll put our yoga clothes on and then we'll go. Yeah, it's still not working for me. And that's okay. The whole point of self care is that it's looking after you. So don't beat yourself up if it doesn't work this time or you really don't feel like doing something because that is the opposite of self care. I really hope that this has been helpful. I'm going to add in all of the tips that I've spoken about and a lot more into the blog that comes with this article. So check it out, go through the ones that kind of sing to you that you think, oh yeah, I'd like to give this a go. See how you get on and remember not to beat yourself up. Have an amazing week. I will see you again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Anti-Burnout Club. Please don't forget to subscribe and we'll talk again very soon.